That was the report from last week. Now, you might say, wait a minute, RJ. Wait a darn minute. If it wasn't for Fezzik, you would have had a, a gigantic win. How much would we have won if Fez would have just came through with his pick? <laughs> it was plus, what was it, plus 600, McKenzie? Well, yeah, plus 650. Plus 650. Okay, but remember now, the thing that pushed was the 50-50 proposition, right? The plus 11. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't have gone back to the what we considered to be the first compiling. It would have been just take out the Denver from the other one, which would have been just half of what. So what, the payout on the other one was what eighteen hundred. Yeah. So it would have been nine hundred or so. Oh uh, yes, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So, Faz, you know, do you feel bad? Yeah, because I watched the game. I would never have come up with this if I hadn't. And you've mentioned sometimes when you watch the game, it can hurt you. I, yeah. It's like, it's windy. Guess what? The quarterback's got to run, dummy. <laughs> Duh. He, what, what did he try? He got like 28 yards or something? He was at, yeah. He, Four for 31. All right. But, but listen, I came in and had us ready to go. And we got one we like. We actually talked about this beforehand. This is the Thursday night look ahead. Not really look ahead because it's coming out Thursday morning of the same game parlay. Now, the old-time batters, some would say the duct-tape-shoe guys of the next generation. So it's the, it's the kids of those guys, Fez. They don't like same game parlays. But the youngsters love it. I'm talking it. about the sharp youngsters. I'm talking about the Ph.D. people. Do you think maybe your default, oh, no, that can't be good? Almost like, remember the kind of people when you were coming up that would say, parlays can't be good, but what about a correlated parlay? What are you talking about? Right? Yeah, it's, you know, it's a great analogy because for years, like like Vegas— Teasers can't be good. Well, it's the old joke. It's like you call your bookie, and it's like, he's like, don't call me 11 in the morning. Tell me, call me with your place tomorrow. It's like, but I want to get this three-teamer in. And there's a pause. He's like, I'll get him. I'll get my notebook. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And and, and people talked about um, a teasers that way or a teasers that way too, right? Yeah, to, to this day. You, you know, tease, this is, you lose. That was, that th- was the thing. This yeah. is interesting because I read Billy Walters' book. Mm-hmm. And in that book, Billy Walters himself said, oh, teasers just sucker bets. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like old school. Like a lot of people still believe. And, and obviously we know they're not sucker bets, you know, playing the right ones. Oh, you know more than Billy now, huh? And, and when <laughs> it comes to teasers, yes. <laughs> well, I think what he's given is a general rule. Yeah, right? he's I keeping think it he's aware simple. of a wonky. Yeah, he's here. keeping it simple. Plus, let's be candid, the amount he bets, allegedly, I don't think I don't think he could ever play a teaser, could he? Um well, he it wouldn't be him, but it, it would be. But what I'm saying, his his unit. Or, yeah, it wouldn't be worth his time and his yeah. staff. It would be, but 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 I did hear in his book he said he never plays parlays, and I had heard someone say that he was using parlays to camouflage mm-hmm. to get down more. Doesn't that make sense that like you could if you just if you have like ten games you like and you just splash the the board with with three team parlays, it looks ultra square. You know, you can get a lot of volume down. We've talked about this before. Is if you are, if you look at the Kelly criterion, which is the bankroll management approach, it's very complex. So usually there's going to be very simplified versions of it. The people, I have a book, the original book, it's like 475 pages of like um, formulas, mm. right? I have not read it yet. <laughs> but, but the, uh, um, if you know you're hitting 55%, parlays are better. Yes. Because there's an amplification from an ROI perspective and not just better, way better. 
Yes. Yeah. But what else would it be? ROI? What else could it well, be? Well, because you should the, – the, the complexity – we could write a whole book on this – is that your Kelly, your, your, your Kelly criterion bet size has to go way down because the parlays are implicitly – more dangerous you know you can a bad run can wipe you out so if you hit 55 percent your roi is five percent playing straight bets ten percent playing two teamers and it's it's 20 percent playing three teamers so but you're saying that there's a better chance of ruin it because there's gonna be more variance in the results exactly okay and thus you got to bet less right so for a small bankroll, it's it's by far the best. If someone's got like they would wish they had a bigger bankroll to bet, that would be good, right? Because you downsize your bets. But if you, it's almost like playing a um, it's almost like playing an option on the stock market. It's exactly like that. yeah. Yes. So if yes. if you get you're you're doing better with an option if the stock really runs out. Okay, runs out in that good direction for you. Yeah. So if you have if you have a world class acumen at it, mm-hmm. you would never you'd be like that's what a waste of time. Why would I buy a stock at ten that it's going to go to twenty two? You know, I just buy the option of fifteen. Yeah, and and I do wonder how, what are the correlation when we look at things like in week three and there's a one o'clock game and another one o'clock, but. There's a correlation because of the week one opponent. Maybe it's a half a percent or something, but you got to wonder, does that overcome a lot of the, the increased VIG that comes even if you do hit 53% or whatever? You know, I mean, you got to wonder if the anti-parlay stuff, and then if you add in the camouflage part of it, there might be some hay to make there. Yeah, ideally you play plays you would have played anyways. You get the best numbers on them, and then you camouflage with them. So the book that came out yesterday, Fez, um, the follow-up to the logic of sports batting. Have you heard about this? Yes, I got an advanced copy. Oh, well, there, oh, 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 that's the Ed Miller book, right? Well, yeah, whoopty, whoopty do. He says I got it. He said it very. Hmm, that was that was. Uh, how would you characterize? That, that's a, a flex. Yeah, I mean, he said it in a way like, well, of course I. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I mean, of course. It almost seemed like he was trying to make you feel foolish for. Not having the advanced copy. speaking, you are like a grain of sand in the Sahara Desert. Yeah. And I am the entire desert. All right, Fez. Points made. Points made. <laughs> but um, supposedly, I had to pay 20 bucks for it. But suppo- <laughs> supposedly, supposedly, hmm, I want, <laughs> I should have got half that book. Supposedly, um, it talks a lot. Have you read it yet? Parts of it. It talks a lot about how to bet in a way that doesn't raise the, um, you know, attention of the sports books if you're winning. Yes. So I thought you'd enjoy that. I did. It was and Ed, everything Ed Miller writes is great. No, nope. I remember an article in Card Player <laughs> back in 2008. Yeah. Wrong. That's really? why you don't get the free copies. Ah, no, no, no. <laughs> but he actually was my favorite writer of poker. Like, I mean, that's his, I mean, to me, that's probably what he writes even better, but may, who knows? I think his seminal book was The Low Limit, How to, how to, mm-hmm. how to, how to Beat No Limit. Mm-hmm. Gave, mm-hmm. It's, like, it's like the first poker book you should read. I mean, do, it, you don't want to read Super System. It's too complex. I think the first book to read is The Theory of Poker by Skolansky. Yes. It, 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 found, it gives you the foundation. Yes. But anyway, on to this parlay. And this is a special one. And, and by the way, if you don't listen to the main show for whatever reason, you can get this kind of repartee. Now, some people might like it. Some people don't. Usually the less educated, less intelligent don't like it. But I'm not judging them. 
Hey, it's RJ Bell for Rocket Money. Listen, you know, there's no locks. You know that for sure. But almost a lock is each and every one of you has things you're paying for each and every month that you don't use or aren't worth how much you're paying for them. There's a better alternative. And we have Scott Seidenberg with us to tell about one of his discoveries with Rocket Money. Yeah, discovered that I was still paying for an old editing software that I hadn't used in months. Let's be honest, it was years. And listen, be honest with yourself. Think of the things you've bought. Think about the times you've had a free trial and all of a sudden it auto-billed in and it's been auto-billing. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash RJ. That's rocketmoney.com slash RJ, rocketmoney.com slash RJ. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. This is RJ Bell, and I got to tell you, this is one I feel very seriously about. You know, I'm of an interesting age in that I can remember before computers were prominent, before the Internet. And I remember my whole career has been built with the Internet. I've seen the age and time when if you had issues, when you had something you wanted to talk to a professional about, there was apprehension. And one of the things that I think we've evolved as a society in such a wonderful way is we all understand help is a good thing. And that's where better help comes in. All of your interactions with your therapist entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Visit betterhelp.com slash RJ to get 10% off your first month. Do it today. That's betterhelp.com slash RJ. Right? You never would. No. I want them to be betting against me. Yeah. That's the thing. I That's want... why you keep me around. No, I don't know. <laughs> Apparently not. Apparently not. By the way, we'll have to, since he's beaming right now, we might as well just say it. A.J. Hoffman, 20 winners, nine losers, and one push this year, picking five games a week. How are you doing in that contest I staked half of? Uh-oh. Not as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Fez, here's the deal. Oh, well, we'll talk about this in the well, Final way. 58 and last man standing. This isn't true. Fez's best bets aren't this bad, is it? Is that right? It, that is an accurate uh, oh my God. keeping of scores. But somehow he's still at 500. That, in a way, that's a Herculean effort right there. All right. How's your, how's your late telephone NFL doing? Fantastic. See, these, these went, listen, here's the thing. Everything we do, we can only give you the best we got at the time, right? And that's why there's other, you know, other ways to get it. But, again, when you look across the board here, I'm up above 500. Fez is right below. AJ's rocketing. And Scott's 17 and 11. You're doing pretty well here. Yeah, and, and Scott's like won his last 14 baseball games. That's true, too. That's amazing. We'll talk about that. All right. So first, we're going to give you the Hitman. The Hitman, this is a bonus pick. The Hitman's at pregame.com also. Hey, AJ, who are we doing this podcast for? We're doing it for DraftKings Sportsbook. We, we can bet just $5 on any NFL game and get $200 in free bonus bets when you sign up using the promo code RJ only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Now, don't we have to do 10 minutes of, of like, conditions and stuff right now? No. We, oh. we do that at a different – that's a pre-recorded thing oh. that will be inserted. Yeah. So we don't have to worry about that now. That's very important. That's Of course. <laughs> Gambling problem? 
Don't don't mock the. I mean, don't mock those that have gambling. <laughs> Call <problems>. Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> he does an ad for DK. <laughs> I was. It's like on two for the money when he was passing out his business cards to Gamblers yeah. Anonymous. We gonna throw an alcoholic bartender out of an AA meeting. <laughs> He's got an invitation for everything. A little Pacino here. Oh, we gotta get. We gotta get to one tonight. Cause guess what. The guy who played Paulie died in Rocky. Burt Young? Burt Young passed away yeah. this evening, yeah. It was this evening? I th- yeah. Someone was talking about him like a week ago. Did He He must have fallen ill or something a week Man, ago. I never would have thought he was – like, if you'd said, is he alive today, I would have said zero chance. Yeah, I thought I he was gone a long time ago. Well, he was in Rocky Balboa, mm-hmm. right? That and, was, but then but they that, killed him off. That was like 08. Yeah. So, Fez, you remember Burt Young. Sure. But in a place you don't remember right now. He was the bookie in The Gambler. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. Where he, where he, he oh, walks, he, he was actually he was the collector, I think. He, in the game, he, right, he broke the thumb. He or, walks in very nonchalantly. You know, it doesn't seem like he's like an evil guy at all. And all of a sudden, yeah, someone doesn't have the cash, and we get to see. You know, he, he has to decide if he breaks his elbow or his thumb or something. Ooh. Girlfriend's crying, and, and yeah. And then he looks and goes, "That's for five hundred dollars." And like the main Jimmy Conn owed like forty five thousand or something. <laughs> <laughs> and he also, and this is a movie people love. It's um, oh, what's the name of that movie? It's uh, oh, the Pope of Greenwich Village. Oh, I haven't seen that. Okay, so I bet you've seen that, haven't you, Scott? Years and years, I can't. Even, I wouldn't remember it. See, now that was the, one yeah, of the, the fa- out, that was one of the favorite movies. Events on Entourage. He loved the. He loved that movie, and um, it's got Mickey Rourke in it. And it's like they're, they're, they're Italians, but Burt Young is the head mafia guy in that one. Mm. And he was known in that one. If you stole from him, he cut off your thumb. So if you had to walk around, you know. So he cut off one dude's thumb, and he made him serve him to work the money off in his social club, trying to serve, like, coffee with no thumb. Whoa. And Burt Young, maybe, maybe it was time for him to go. Oh, wait, <laughs> these were just movie characters. James Conn had the best line in The Gambler. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I love this line when he owes 50000 mm-hmm. and he goes, I'm a little short. And the guy says, how short are you? And James Conn says, all I got is fifteen. And he's like, Jesus, you only have 15000 And James Conn says, 1500 <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and, and that's when he goes and bets, the, he gets the Lakers or something. Yeah. As a t- yeah, and he's in the movie theater. I always liked that scene. The Hitman, he's at pregame.com. He's a specialist at props. He's a youngster. Some say he his skin is see-through, if you can believe it. He's got a, a Casper-like quality, wouldn't you say? And then and, and the one time I ran to him in Vegas, he was at the Caesars pool, in the shade, not in the sun. He might have died if he stayed out there more than an hour. <laughs> but he knows his NFL. Let's listen. Best bet, Saints minus one. Obviously, it would be a boost if Trevor Lawrence doesn't play, and I think he's a legit 50-50. But even if he does play, I think the Saints are the right side. Situation's very pro-Saints. Jacksonville's playing their third game in 10 days, going from London for two weeks back to Jacksonville with no bye, and now a trip to New Orleans. They didn't exactly light the world on fire last week, even in a win off the London trip, having only 3.8 yards per play on offense and 233 total yards. Now, Jacksonville is without their top corner. The Saints' defense is underratedly fifth in EPA per play, third in success rate, and Trevor Lawrence has surprisingly struggled a bit this year, ranking 23rd in EPA. Like the Saints, as small favorites in this game. Okay, best bet, Saints. Defense, obviously strong. 
Oh, wait a minute. Jags without cornerback Tyson Campbell. Very important for the savvier batters. They are allowing 8.6 yards per target even with him. So without him, maybe worse. Jags playing their third game in 10 days. Going from London for two games back to Jacksonville. Now a short week. I agree. This is a horrible spot. Mm-hmm. I also think, like last week, Fez, you thought Jacksonville would lose at home against the Colts. Yeah, come, coming home from, from a week in London. And my sense was they were so fanatically focused on that two weeks and the aftermath that they were going to gut it through. You know how it is when you're tired, but you got one more you can push through. But I think they collapsed at the finish line or before the finish line here. Kind of like me on Monday this week. <laughs> you seem better, though. You I feel better. better. Thank oh, you. Good. Wow. Uh, these guys helped me out. So that was the way in McKenzie. I caught it was good. Yeah? Yeah, the Monday party. Yeah, if a you couple have a cracks about it, you. There, there you go. I mean, what, what did we you say? You are very, very nice. I know. We said that, that Steve, um, we couldn't deal with his complaining anymore. So yeah. Said, yeah. I mean, I was. Take the day off. If you're going to come in here and bitch, just don't come in. But better, he, better F and not complain when he comes in Wednesday. <laughs> but no, but he's, he, he's energized. All right. So I agree with this. So maybe we start building this with that. With Saints. Saints. Minus pro pro yeah. Saints. Yeah. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. But now here's what we thought about, and I think this is interesting. What about going under for the Saints themselves? Now, right off the go, you might say, well, wait a minute, RJ. We want the Saints to win, but we don't want them to score a lot of points. You're right. It's not a fun rooting bet. But as we did the math on it, so right there, just that pays what? So we're doing Saints under 20 and a half team total points. The Saints average 18.2 18.2 points per game this season. If you parlay that with Saints minus one, plus 475. And you identified, RJ, you're, you saw that 20 and a half and your eyes mm. grew wide. So like, explain Ooh. explain that because with a total of about 39 and a half right now, 40 in some spots, what do you expect if you got a team the Saints favored by one and a half? Yeah, so you expect the Saints to score exactly 20 points right about 10% of the time. It's really two touchdowns, two field goals. So it's such a a critical data point. And as it turns out, um, in recent history here, the Saints had they four times they've they've won the game. This is so. How many games are we looking at? We're looking at uh, was it, we're looking at nine. I'm sorry, four wins of the, so half the wins in the past 12 games where the Saints have won, they've scored exactly 20 points. Oh, okay, wow. So here's my question. Do we maybe go with the money line, right? Because it's going to be a little different, but since we are trying to kind of slide, split the difference, why not make a one-point win a winner for us? What's what's the money line? All right, so the money line is going to be 122. Minus 122. Mm Mm-hmm. So I always say the minus. It's confusing. Otherwise, <laughs> right, we know one. it's minus one. So yeah. it's well, so now still, it's, it's plus four forty. Saints money line and under twenty and a half. And we're so we're losing thirty five dollars. It was yes. four seventy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so thirty five bucks on. Um, so we're losing like eight percent. That's a lot. Isn't you know it? what? I'm I'm gonna say we don't do it. And here's why. Uh-huh. Because if the Saints land right on 20, mm-hmm. okay, that means th- it's only going to matter if okay. their opponent gets 19, and 19 is a mm-hmm. pretty but dead number. That is a strong Great analysis. Point. Great that point. is strong. All right. May I recommend a third leg to this part? All right, leg? but let's let this one settle. Because we'll, oh, so you want to just cut it off at here, just these well, two this legs. This is going to be, well, for the listeners that are, come back, what we do is we do our weekend getaway. 
same game parlay mm-hmm. that you can bring the significant other if you win. And then we do a, a month in the Hamptons, which is a big jumbo payout. Let's wait for the month in the Ham- Hamptons for a second because, Fez, let's talk about the math on this. Specifically, we did a study. We said from 2012 on. Spoiler alert. This is really good. Everyone, pay attention. Go ahead, RJ. All right. So, and Fez helped me with this. Is um, So, we said, okay, let's profile this game in a similar fashion. So, we said, take any game that the line is from plus three to minus three, right, uh, with the favor. Well, I guess the favorite in this case would be from pick them to minus three, right, because that's the Saints. And then we said, let's put the total between 38 and 41. And there was 145 games that met that criteria. And then we said, okay, how often does the favorite win and score less than 20 and a half points? And it ended up being 28 times. So, Fez, we did the math on that with the payout as it exists and tell us what we concluded. Yeah, so initially we're like, oh, that doesn't sound very good. Mm-mm. But but because we lose 117 times and we only win 28. But the 28, we multiply by 4.75. And so we wind up winning, picking up 133 units. So historically playing this across the board has netted, if you played every one of them, plus 16 units. 16 units on 145 bets, so over a 10% return. Yes. Okay. But we like this even better because we have a, we're getting the great number twenty and a half. We got a Saints team that that doesn't score a ton. Obviously, they've gone under how many? Twelve straight games. Twelve straight games. So they like lower scoring games. They're used yeah. to lower scoring. Two of games. their three wins this season would have hit this parlay. That's impressive. And the Jags, I mean Trevor Lawrence, even if he's just banged up, we know he's going to be banged up. Might not, ch- even, might not even play. Might not even play. I like, but even if he's banged up, they'll be conservative and the Saints will be conservative. You know how it is when two teams don't, neither think the other can score. We'll be talking about that in the Bears game. Bears Raiders, right? Two backup quarterbacks. What do we do? All right. So I like that. Let's put that in as our official bet. And that's going to be the Saints minus one in the same game parlay with the under 20 and a half for the Saints for the game, team total. And what are we doing here? We're, we're trying to use some jujitsu, or oh, no, no, judo by using the whole re- correlation against the book. But we like the book. Who's that book? DraftKings Sportsbook. Okay. And what do you do to, how do you sign up? You bet $5 on any NFL mm-hmm. game and you get $200 in bonus free bets when you sign up using the promo code RJ at you, DraftKings Sportsbook. You didn't mention that RJ the first time, I, I did. don't think. I don't think. Can you spell that? Did you? There's an R and a J. A J. Did you? He mentioned RJ the first time. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Usually, I, when I hear my name, my ears perk up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's add one thing. On. I'm going to recommend a third leg, and I think you're going to like this. We're going to go Saints kicker Blake Groupie over one and a half field goals made. Oh, now this is interesting. now in order to get this to twenty. In order to get to twenty, like Fez said, it's two touchdowns and two field goals. You get to twenty. Yeah, remember we don't have to. Get we don't have 20, to get twenty. But, but also, if we want them to stay under twenty, we're banking on them not scoring touchdowns, but getting field goals instead would help out. If you look at the Saints in six games this season, Blake Groupie has gone over one and a half field goals five of six games. The only game he didn't was because he missed a field goal. He was one of two. He's had multiple field goal attempts in every game this season. You know why I like this also? Let's assume you've got like a 17-17 tie at the end of the game. Ooh. So you see where he's I'm got going. One field goal? It, 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 it's like, well, 
if the Saints lose, we're going to lose anyways. If they win, Groupie's going to kick the we'll field be, goal. We'll be like McKenzie, living large like McKenzie if we hit, hit it like yeah. that. Now, if we add the Blake Groupie field goal, mm-hmm. the field goals, over one and a half field goals made, plus 650. Oh, I don't like that. So, wait a minute. So, we're getting about a 50% payout on that. And it's worse because, we're remember, we were getting 475. Uh-huh. So, it's really 57. So, we're getting we're, we're, we're taking 575 to pick up another 200. Yeah, I, agree. I, I like the theory. I mm-hmm. do, too. I think it was an excellent try, but it's like we're just not getting enough. So, it's for the too correlated that they're not giving us yes. enough of a payout. But By the way, New Orleans is 28th in red zone success rate. So mm-hmm. they, they do not score a lot of touchdowns when they get down there. That So they take a lot just, of field goals. We might want to just bet. This on the side, you know, this something we could consider instead of a parlay. I think this is a great bet. Looking at it, looking at the game logs for the Saints this year, groupie, four attempts, yeah, two but attempts, we're not, three we're just attempts, not getting two, paid two. enough. No, I'm saying this is as a separate bet. Oh, oh yeah, 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 separate yeah. straight bet. Derivative. Let's just, let's just yeah. bet over one and a half field goals, mate. Yeah, it's minus one ten. I wonder why. That's just they're not looking at it. Yeah, Fez, get me down on it. <laughs> well, I, I can tell you why, because like every single line I've ever seen in the history of the NFL the past couple of years, correct me if, if anyone, maybe maybe a Baltimore Raven game, the over-under in any kicker is always one and a half field goals. Yes. Yeah, but the VIG usually is adjusted. It, it, right? Not not that much. Yeah, Brandon hmm. McManus. The under, the, the under is usually favored. McManus for the Jaguars Slight. is minus 120. Okay. Hmm. All right. So I've got one other idea. What do we think about seeing if we can screw the algorithm up? Maybe make it cross wired or cr- something. Would would it cross its wires? If because on one hand we're going over, or uh, with the Saints meaning pro Saints scoring, and the other hand we're going under. Right, that's the mm-hmm. inverse correlation. What happens if we just go under a bunch of like two or three a wide receiver go on? Just just assume this is going to be a twelve, you know, a fourteen nine, a thirteen nine kind of game. About. So what do I just want to see if if they consider it correlated or not? So from a Saints perspective, you're yeah. Saying, so okay. something under Saints. So let's say Derek Kurt, Carr. Uh, what can do with Derek Carr? No, Derek, let's go rushing because the Jags are really good against the rush. Okay, they've lost a cornerback. So, why not? We, because, why don't we go be, under like Kamara Alvin rusher? Kamara, Alvin Kamara under fifty and a half rushing yards, mm-hmm. plus a thousand. So we're getting more. We're get, actually getting it saying it's inversely court. So we're we're, get, we're risking five seventy five to win five twenty five. Okay. All right. So so we're getting we're getting a minus one ten payout. They're, they're okay. not dinging. They're not okay. dinging us at all. Really, we're just we're getting the normal payout. Yeah, but the question is, but it is anti, it is anti correlated because the point. Uh, but does is rushing yards necessarily correlated to points? Correlated I would think, to win. I think Saints receiving win. yards. Would Saints be. win. It's correlated. But when they're but lead, not the points. But when they're leading in the fourth quarter, I wonder is, is does Kamara? He's a small back. They don't feed him the ball in the four, when they get the lead, do they? I think they do. Mackenzie, how would we look that up? I mean, we could go into the play-by-play, right? Yeah, we could look at um, when the Saints have a certain win percentage or a certain score margin. Yeah, yeah. It says it, just to say, if the Saints are winning in the fourth, well, they beat New England thirty-four nothing. Let's and, look and, at that game. Kend- Kendry Miller had twelve carries for thirty-seven yards. In that in that game, I don't know when those carries came. Well, you want, you can go in right there. into the play by. Why don't we look at that Pat, Pat, Pat's game because that mm-hmm. will tell us. And let's look at the play by play and just see the Saints in the fourth how much they're running it to. Because I don't, th- I mean, I don't think they're running it to him. That was an extreme sm- example, though. They were, I mean, that game was done. So you know, early. In yeah, the third but he, quarter. he missed so many games. I, I think they w- would want to give him some reps, yeah. right? Because mm-hmm. he missed what was it, four games, right, Kamara? Because of the three. Okay, I think it was three. So what are you seeing? Scott. 
Oh, you got something, AJ? Oh, I was going to ask. Like, I, I mean, you mentioned that you you can't run against them. Would it be more anti-correlated to them if we went over on a receiver? Because knowing the only way the Saints can move the ball is going to be through the air because they're, they're going to have a hard time running. Okay, that's Miller it. had uh, seven carries in the fourth quarter. Who did? Kendra Miller, the backup running back, but, had seven carries in the fourth quarter. Well, but the question is, the all right, so how many did Kamara have? Oh, let's go. That was the question. <laughs> <laughs> Probably uh, very few. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, that, I mean, that's encouraging, don't you think? Yeah. You know, Jags are good running the ball. Or, I'm sorry, defending the run. Mm-hmm. Your thinking is let's Kamara's going to be involved in the game, maybe go receptions over. Well, I just looked it up. Jags are the give up the fourth most receptions to running backs in the NFL. I think we make that part of the week in, or the month in the Hamptons. Yeah, and Kamara's reception totals in his first game, 13 catches on 14 targets. In the blowout against New England, he was 3-for-3. Three three. And last week against Houston, seven catches on eight targets. His number's at four and a half for this game. So if we add the four and a half receptions over to the Saints team total under 20 and a half and the Saints minus one for the game, plus 1,200. And you could argue that there was almost no usage, in, certainly in the fourth quarter for Kamara in that New England game. That's why he has a depressed Didn't touch number. the ball yeah. once there was 14 minutes left in the game. All right, let's make it official. Good mm-hmm. stuff. Hey, next week, guys, we're going to do something a little different. Everyone's going to come into – the podcast with their own same game parlay. They're going to pitch it. It'll be like a pitch meeting. What movie gets made? Well, like Shark Tank. We'll pick one, <laughs> but the listener can say, you know, I liked what AJ said. Screw Fezzik. Screw RJ. You know? I, I like it. I've got a same game parlay, and I'm here asking for 20% of <laughs> steak. <laughs> you know? Will Fez buy into my parlay? He's the shark. <laughs> That's awesome. He's like, I'll give you $1, but it's got to be on an earn back. There's warrants. You know, there is a pod called the Bet Tank Pod. It's uh, hosted by uh, pregame.com. And for that reason, I'm out. Talk to you next week.